This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 281. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, if you lead a healthy plant-based lifestyle, you know that there are a ton of amazing foods with so many different health benefits. But did you know that there is a way to make those foods even healthier than they already are by pairing them with another awesome food? Did you know? I knew because you told me. <laughs> In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to talk about food combining and share 10 powerful food pairings to help you boost your health. But before we get into that, we have an awesome, awesome new rating. Yes. Okay. So this is from Paris0814. And uh, uh, he or she says... I found Vegetarian Zen when I was looking to find more like-minded people who I could relate to. Not many people I know are vegan, so it gets a be- to be a bit lonely. Then I found this podcast. Aww. Not only is the content really helpful, relevant, and entertaining, but I feel like I have two new pals I get to listen and hang out with. And bonus, I am so fortunate to be a Peas and Carrots Society member. What up? <laughs> this closed Facebook group really sh- allows me to interact with other vegers on a level I never thought I'd find. I am so grateful for Vicky and Larissa and all the P's and C's. What a- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> high fives. High fives. Thank you so much, Paris0814, for leaving us that iTunes rating. We really appreciate that because this helps us to rank higher in the search engine of iTunes. In fact, if you type in vegetarian in iTunes, we should be either number one or two. It just depends. Awesome. It depends on the day, I guess. But, uh, you know, we come up up there and the reason, the big reason is, is because of the folks that take a few minutes of their time to head out there and leave us a rating. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Before we get into our main topic, this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast is brought to you by our Golden Apple Roundtable. These folks at the Golden Apple Roundtable are the ones that help to keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via patreon.com. This is on a monthly basis. If you're not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members, and in this case, podcasters. Many people don't really realize that there are costs involved in putting together a podcast, but we do incur costs every month for media hosting, website hosting, equipment, all that kind of stuff. So uh, we really appreciate the folks at the Golden Apple Roundtable who have subscribed or is it subscribed? Pledged, mm, pledged, <laughs> pledged on a monthly Joined. basis. Joined uh, on a monthly basis to provide us with that support. If you're interested in supporting us, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, where you will see a video. And in that video, Larissa and I talk about the mission of vegetarian zen, why we started it. Then on the right hand side of the page, you're going to see some various support levels, anywhere from a dollar to fifty dollars per month, and certain levels even qualify you for some vegetarian zen swag some merch Merch. as as the kids say (laughs) (laughs) do they do they really (laughs) uh 
you'll see the car magnets, recyclable grocery bags, stickers, t-shirts, and you know what? We picked up some sales in there we lately have. because maybe because we've talked about it now. <laughs> you always forget well, to. Well, it was so okay. So I say sales because we also have these. These are these are freebies for some for folks when they subscribe at certain levels or pledge at certain levels. But then also we have our shop at Vegetarians, and mm-hmm. where you can just buy these, and it also goes out to support the show. That's right. So again, if you're interested in pledging uh, to the show. Uh, on a monthly basis, head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. And if you can't do that, that's absolutely cool. We totally get it. There are other ways you can sh- support the show. And one of those ways is to head out to our website at vegetarianzen.com and buy us a juice. There's a button there on the right-hand side where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. And this month, we would like to give a special thanks to uh, Shopa Meta who bought a juice at the groovy grapefruit level. So thank you so much for (laughs) buying us a juice, I should say, uh, and providing a monetary contribution. That, again, goes directly back into the cost of running the show. That's right. Okay, one other thing I wanted to mention, one other way. We mentioned there's so many ways you can support the show. And we have folks that take us up on this pretty frequently. And this is by clicking on, uh, for example, on this show, we're going to have a resource or product, I should say, of the week. And uh, the product is an Amazon, usually, not always, mm-hmm. but sometimes, it is a Amazon affiliate link, which helps to support us as well. Now, what that does is Amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks for recommending a product, but there's no extra cost to you. Mm-hmm. And you should also know we don't just go willy-nilly picking products that just so that way we can have something out there. These are recommended by either mm-hmm. a Peas and Carrots member or there's something that we have uh, used ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we don't just go out there and do that. But anything you purchase through one of our affiliate links, so let's just say you're out there and you buy a book that we recommended, but then you remembered you needed to buy some more dog food or something out there, um, we also get the uh kickback for that as well so and we can't see who's buying what we just see how much how much our uh, affiliate commission is yeah we and we really appreciate that because we know folks go out there and do that so, so we don't know you. what kind of underwear you're you're wearing or anything like that so <laughs> your privacy is protected <laughs> <laughs> all right are we ready to get into the uh topic yes we are okay so first let's talk about how i came across this whole I- whole idea of combining certain foods for health. I was doing some research for a different podcast, and this happens quite a bit, where then I find something else interesting, just like when you're surfing the web. Rabbit you trail. Know. Yeah, a little rabbit trail. And I, I thought I'd bookmark that just so I could get back to it. I'm glad I did, because the article that I came across when I was doing some research was about the health benefits of combining turmeric and black pepper. That sounded like a really odd combination to me, so I was really intrigued, and I thought, okay, well, let me check that this out. And wait till you hear what she did with us <laughs> later. I mean, actually doing it. I'm doing it, yeah. Uh, I had recently begun incorporating turmeric in some of my cooking, so I thought, you know, I, I already know this is a pretty awesome spice, but let me see what what can even make it more awesome. So after reading the article about the turmeric and the pepper, I wondered what other food complements each other in the same way. So essentially, when we're going to get into the turmeric and black pepper, I'm not going to leave you hanging with that. (laughs) That's actually one of the food pairings we're going to talk about. But uh, I started really looking into food combining for health. And I've also heard it called uh, food synergy, which Mm. is what Dr. McGregor calls it on uh, 
nutritionfacts.org. And I, I think he calls it that specifically because there is kind of a different movement with respect to actual food combining with its own special rules and stuff. Mm. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about the controversy around that as well. So let's just get into that. Okay. All right. So food combining or, or food synergy, I guess, uh, refers to the idea, like, as you mentioned, that certain foods work better together when than when they're eaten separately. So one food, for example, you know, the turmeric and the black pepper, again, um, turmeric has certain health qualities, health benefits, pepper has uh, others, but some of those actually work together to kind of... Um, supercharge each other awesome (laughs) on the other hand so i I like to think of this as like a marriage Uh a good marriage like where you have two people that are awesome and awesome but then you put them together and then they're super awesome (laughs) (laughs) you're doing what i usually do i usually sing words which is probably highly annoying to a lot of people all right so the idea of food combining isn't new though this has really been uh, food combining diets have really been around for a very long time in fact in the I'm not going to pronounce that. You do it. In the Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic? Uh-huh. Uh, medicine practices of ancient India. That's ex- essentially what that is. It was popularized then, and in the 19th and early 20- 20th centuries, this was kind of revived. So this is not something that just is a uh, result of our modern culture kind of thing. This has been around for a very long time. And it's important to know, though, and this is why I was saying a little bit of controversy Food combining actually has some very clear principles, like people who really subscribe to this. um, There's some really clear principles around this. And none of these, or I should say very few of these are actually scientifically proven. Mm. Okay. In fact, science has actually disproven some of the things that in the traditional food combining practices Mm -hmm. that are out there. It doesn't mean that combining foods is there's not some benefit to combining foods. It's just the specific rules of some of these traditional food combining Mm. practices that are not necessarily proven, but there are some that are proven. Right. So we're going to talk about those, the other ones. No, let's not throw the baby (laughs) out with the bathwater as the kids say. (laughs) Actually, that's, that's as the older. I was going to say that's as the, the, the elderly, the elder folks. Cause I say that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk about some food combining tips. Now I wanted to start with the black pepper and the turmeric, because I think this is a a really cool one. And this is actually mentioned on nutritionfacts.org. And Um, you actually did this. I did this. I did it. I forgot to ask you how it actually tasted. It tasted great. Really? Yeah. I thought it was good. Okay. So Turmeric contains something called curcumin, which is a phytochemical that gives turmeric its bright yellow color. Curcumin is a powerful antioxidant, and it's supercharged uh, by the bioactive compound piperin, which is found in black peppercorn. Now, when I say supercharged, it doesn't mean like, okay, the pepper, it's not like one plus one equals two necessarily. It's like one plus one equals 2,000. 2,000%. Yeah, because this actually, what it does is the the curcumin in the, um, I'm sorry, the uh, piperin in the, in the pepper actually makes that the curcumin that much more available in your system. 2,000% is what Dr. McGregor said. Wow. 2,000% more available. So it digests better in your system. Your system picks that up better. When you say bioavailable, that means mm-hmm. like, available to your body to use right (laughs) to use so this isn't just like like i said like a one plus one equals two this is like multiplying wow that's crazy and you put it in green tea 
the I other day. I put it in ginger tea. I didn't have green tea. Remember? We oh, it out? wasn't green. Oh, okay. no, we it just bought ginger, green, ginger tea. We just bought green tea yesterday. Okay, so you put you you brewed some hot ginger tea, mm-hmm. and then you added how much of I've what? Half a teaspoon of turmeric because uh-huh. you don't want to over OD on turmeric. That that might be a different topic for a different day. But will you, you can't turn, have too much. Will you turmeric. turn that color? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> kind of uh, like in uh, uh, Willy Wonka. Actually, there was a... I'm going to really get up here on a rabbit trail. And I'm also going to date myself here because there was an old episode of Gilligan's Island where he oh, like, yeah. drinks this radioactive stuff and he's glowing and they use him to, <laughs> as a beacon to try to summon an airplane or something. <laughs> anyway, okay, so you did you did uh, ginger tea, hot tea, and then you did about a half a teaspoon of turmeric and how much black pepper? Just this little... Turn, of, turn the, of the, the yeah, the just mill. a little bit turn. It was fine with me, I, and I added some honey to it, and okay. that was fine with me. It didn't. I wouldn't say it was like, ooh, this is awesome, but it was good. <laughs> but you didn't. You 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 didn't have to choke it down. No, okay. definitely not. Okay, all right. So let's talk about the second uh, combination or pairing, if you will. This is um, beans or chickpeas. Uh, with rice. And of course, you know, that's kind of a, that's a thing anyway, right? Uh, beans and rice. Beans and rice. Beans and rice. Beans and rice. So last episode, episode 280, uh, and you know, that's on the website, we'll have the link in the show notes for, you know, ease of access, I guess. Uh, so we talked about chickpeas, that was all about chickpeas. And if you listen to that, uh, then you might remember that one of the benefits of uh, chickpeas that we talked about, and then this is chickpeas, but also just legumes in general, is that they really are helpful to the digestive process. So they kind of um, keep everything moving, I guess. And, but they also keep you feeling fuller longer, which can, uh, help with weight loss. And, you know, they're, they're full of fiber and they, yeah, they just keep everything the way it should be, I guess, without getting gross. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. (laughs) There you go. And, you know, so then you've got rice. So rice and other whole grains are nutritious and healthy. And of course, you know, the brown rice is healthier or more nutritious, I should say, than the white rice because it has the the um, the, the germ and the bran and all that stuff, you know, that white doesn't. But um, even with the brown rice, when you eat it by itself, then it digests relatively quickly in your body. Of course, white rice is the quickest, I guess. Uh, because it has that, that it doesn't have the fiber on the on the outside. So then, when this happens, it causes the your blood sugar to spike. And if you don't have diabetes, that's still not a good thing. But if you're diabetic or if you've got other health issues, that's really not a good thing. Uh, so when you add legumes or other foods that are high in fiber to rice or other grains. It really helps you to, it helps to slow down that absorption of those, um, those sugars into your system. And so you get the benefit of the whole grains without that really heavy glycemic load um, that's going to cause you to spike and then crash. Okay, tip number three is add black pepper to green tea. Here's another tea that you can add uh, some black pepper to. And now, again, so you just did two... That's why I got the green tea yesterday at go. the store. We were out of it. But uh, green tea contains the antioxidant EGCG, which is, sounds like a, 
it sounds like a like a bar, like the CGB CGB. What's that one in New York? The I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> no idea. What it sounds like about. a bar. I'm going to the EGCG, um, <laughs> which is believed to help regulate your metabolism and fight cancer. Uh, there was a study done by the Journal of Nutrition in 2004 that found that the absorption of this um, antioxidant EGCG was increased when piperin, with the active ingredient again in, in the black pepper, was added. So it just, it's super powering that tea. Hmm. Definitely. All right. I just, you know, I, I don't, even on food, I don't put pepper because I, I, can I can't really taste it. I can't do any like kind of spicy stuff like that. And to me, pepper is spicy. It's, it's not to me, but of course, well, you know, of course I, you have no taste buds because you burn them all. Tabasco and habanero and everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll, 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 I really can't taste it to be yeah, honest with you. I'll give it a try. All right. So the next tip is to, uh, or combination, I guess, is l- uh, lemon or, or uh, vitamin C with, uh, iron, um, what am I trying to say? Iron rich foods. Mm-hmm. So s- put some lemon on your spinach salad or put citrus in your, your spinach salad, for example. So now there are two types of iron and we've ha- we've talked about iron in past podcasts. So heme iron is the type that's found in meat and that is easily absorbed by our body. So no issue there, right? Well, we don't, we're not eating that. So, uh, the, the, kind of iron that's found in plants is called non-heme iron and we don't absorb that readily no uh and very it's very hard for our bodies to yeah. di- to to take that to in. take that in yeah but uh vitamin c but dun, da, 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 dun, da, da, da. to the rescue <laughs> all right vitamin c helps to your body to store non-heme iron in a form that's easier for it to absorb so again it's that combination of the vitamin c with the non-heme iron it does its thing you know and and um transforms into something that your body can easily um benefit from so you can think about adding, like Larissa said, some lemon juice maybe to your salad or tossing in some mandarin oranges or bell peppers into your spinach salad to help that combination work for you to your, to your advantage. Right. Definitely. And it's not just spinach. It's any any plants that are they're high in iron. So the ones that tend to be higher in iron, though, are dark leafy greens. Mm-hmm. So spinach, um, kale, Swiss chard, um, you know, those green yeah, things. Yeah, I was thinking about this one specifically for you because you've, mm-hmm. even though your iron is under control I, right I'm now. An, yeah, I've been anemic for years. Yeah. And finally this just is gotten... a, This is a really simple way yeah. for you on your salad just to start to have uh, lemon, you definitely, know, something. Definitely. All right. Tip number five is to add some fat to your carotenoid-rich foods. All right. So next tip number six. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 wait. What is a carotenoid? Okay. Carotenoids are uh, the organic pigments that give carrots, corns, rutabagas, bananas, spinach, sweet potatoes, dark leafy greens. It gives it their color. Mm-hmm. So what this does with the plant is that it is it helps it with its photosynthesis process, and it also helps protect it from sun damage. So that's what it does for the plant. For those of us who eat those plants, it's actually an antioxidant. Uh, studies have shown that the full benefits of foods containing the this cart, uh, carotenoid. Am I pronouncing that right? I hope so. It's carotenoid, I think. Oh, whatever. But that's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, aren't uh, fully absorbed, realized unless consumed with a fat. 
So the fat actually serves kind of like the pepper did for the uh, mm-hmm. for the turmeric. It helps to make that more available for our, our bodies to use. Okay. So uh, one way to do that would be to add uh, now we should we should clarify i think healthy fats yeah ideally you can i mean for example one of the articles i read said add some fat some full fat salad dressing mm-hmm. to your salad well that's not necessarily healthy yeah <laughs> that's it, not the healthiest way to go around it would work it does work because in this it's case. fat yes. but i we're qualifying healthy fats i'm gonna say there's ways you could do that that don't involve you know, putting on a full fat ranch dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And this, one of the studies that I read actually had the difference between people using fat-free salad dressing, like fat-free ranch, and then using full fat, and mm-hmm. they didn't get the boost from the carotenoid that the people that had the fat, full fat. But then hmm. again, they had the full fat, and it wasn't right. a great fat either. <laughs> right. It wasn't healthy so, fat. Right. So, I mean, you can add avocado slices, or you can add some nuts, or you can do uh, like the Green Goddess avocado dressing, or it, anything like that that will help uh, help uh, with that combination. I'm, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying you to say. You said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Tip number six. Ooh, I like this one because it, it is very fall-like. Dark chocolate and apples. It sounds like an awesome fall dessert, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So apple skins contain an anti-inflammatory flavonoid called... Uh, why did I take this one? Because I can't pronounce that. Quercetin. 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 Just like it, look, just quercetin. Like it looks, okay. actually. Quercetin. It's not about how it looks to me. It's how, uh, it's how it comes out of my mouth. You know? Uh-huh. Like anybody who can't pronounce words very well knows what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't see that. It's how it comes out of my mouth. Okay. All right. Quercetin, which uh, when coupled in the with the antioxidant... Catechin? Uh, now that one, okay. I don't know. Catechin? Sure. Right. Sure, why it's not? It's a catechin. That's the antioxidant that's found in dark chocolate. This is one of the things that makes dark chocolate so good for you. So when you combine those two, you have an awesome blood clot fighting duo. Anti-inflammatory. Yes. So it makes it dessert. even. So it just goes through those blood clots. Boom, 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 boom. Right. No. Now rem- pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she was actually doing like the little finger. I did. I did motions. the Yosemite Sam kind of pew, pew, pew. Uh-huh. Now, right. remember, you want to use dark chocolate, not milk chocolate, uh, dark chocolate. That's the one that has the beneficial um, uh, Not M&M's and an, an apple. <laughs> <laughs> M&M's and applesauce. I'm being healthy. <laughs> <laughs> M&M's and apple fruit roll-ups. All right. You want to take sure. tip number seven? Sure. All right. So... Onions and garlic. When you cook whole grains with onions and garlic, onions and garlic are sulfur-rich foods. And that there is some evidence, actually, that combining sulfur-rich foods with whole grains, uh, like rice or even bread, that's whole grain bread, um, it helps to boost the nutritional value of those grains. So, for example, you could, I know you like this, uh, Spanish rice. Yes, I love that. And, you know, as a just part of the recipe is, you know, when you're before you add the rice, you saute onions and garlic and, you know, all of that. So, I mean, that's that's kind of built in. Right. Yeah. Um, I was laughing because remember my last Spanish rice? I was like, why does this look so white? I forgot to add the chili powder to it. <laughs> it was very pale. It was, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Okay. But All right. I digress. Uh, but anyway, so um, that would be a good a good way to do this. Also, um, just adding onion if you like raw onions, which I don't. Um, surprise, surprise. 
add uh, some onion to your next sandwich. You know, I know this afternoon you had a sandwich and I actually didn't add any onion, but I could have. Yeah. No. You said just one. like yesterday, though. Yeah. And I, so I made it just like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think on this one I wanted onion. Okay. All right. Tip number eight. Take your vitamin K with a healthy fat. Now, do you know what fruit, what vegetables have uh, vitamin K? First of all, do you know what vitamin K is? Are you asking me or yeah. asking the audience? Because no. I'm like reading it. <laughs> well, right I'm gonna have here, to wait but... for a while to hear an okay. answer from them. <laughs> all <laughs> right, so I, they, let's. It's not a two way conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vitamin true. K is essential for blood uh, to clot properly. Okay, so like carotenoids, vitamin K is best absorbed by the body when consumed with a little bit of fat. And again, like Larissa said, let's let's add healthy in front of the fat. <laughs> so foods rich in K include leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. Now, cruciferous, I know how to pronounce just because we've said it so many times on this That's show. That's a fun word, cruciferous. Yeah. So for example, if you are one that consumes oil, I know we have some folks out there that are oil free, but if you're, this is just one idea that if you consume oil, maybe consider lightly sauteing some of those foods like leafy greens, like mm-hmm. some spinach and some olive oil to get the most vitamin K benefit from, from that plant. Right, definitely. And if you don't consume oil, then again, you know, avocados or, or nuts or, and the thing about this that I was thinking we were talking, you were talking one of the other um, points is that everything that we're talking about here as examples are kind of like all like um, cook this with that or cook it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. Even if you're just eating a, a, a salad, but then you eat an orange, you know, even if you say you don't like mandarin oranges on your salad or you don't like, you know, avocado on that. If you eat it, as long as you're eating it together, it doesn't have to be like combined together. You know, I mean, it's going to be combined together in your stomach, but it doesn't, you don't have to cook it that way. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. All right. That leads us into tip number nine. And this is kind of just what you were saying, (laughs) adding avocado or nuts to your salad, just in general. Now, if you haven't gotten it, we've already talked about fats quite a bit. They They play a really critical role in, in how our bodies absorb a lot of these vitamins. So we've discussed already iron and then vitamin K. Now, vitamin A. That's another vitamin that's really uh, important for our bodies to have. This is uh, helps us maintain healthy teeth, skeletal and soft tissue, mucous membranes and skin. And uh, green, leaf, green leafy veggies, as well as orange and yellow ones like squash and carrots, they're, they're good examples of foods that have are high in vitamin A. So make sure you're mixing these with a little bit of a healthy fat, mm-hmm. because that again will help those vitamins absorb in your body. Awesome. And finally, last but not least, number 10, add tofu to your smoothie. And, you know, tofu in general is is good. But the reason that we specifically singled out smoothies, uh, not only does it help co- improve consistency, and you don't really taste it, it doesn't have a taste, it takes on the flavor of whatever it is you're... That's you're, what's so awesome about right. it. Yep. But besides being good, a good source of protein, iron, and calcium, uh, tofu is also a good source of vitamin D. And vitamin D actually helps your body to absorb more of the calcium that's contained in a lot of the common smoothie ingredients. So things like spinach, oranges, blackberries, uh, all of those things are, are sources of calcium to begin with. And then so is the tofu. But then when you add that in that vitamin D, it just 
gives that calcium an extra boost. It all takes it takes that calcium boop into your system a lot easier. Again with the hand gestures, the <laughs> boop. All right. So uh yeah. So and that's and you don't have to add like you, you wouldn't want to add an entire package of tofu, just you know, add a little bit as you um blend it up. You know, that's something I've never tried. I need to try that. I've tried avocado in there, mm-hmm. which of course I can't I, I know you would taste mm-hmm. even the slightest hint of avocado in there. Oh, yeah. But I've never tried smoothie. I mean, a smoothie with uh, tofu in it. Mm. I need to try that. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully this episode has provided you with some easy food combinations to help you power up your digestive system and improve your overall health just by giving you some more of those vitamins, helping you absorb some of those vitamins. Uh, the bottom line is this. When you eat a variety of whole plant foods in the right combinations, your body is going to take advantage of that and definitely thank you for it. All right. Are we ready to get into the recipe of the week? Let's do it. Okay. Now, this is a really simple recipe. There's only three ingredients. And I found this on nutritionfacts.org. And actually, somebody asked Dr. Greger. It was like a Q&A type of post. And they asked Dr. Greger about this drink, and he thought it was a good idea. That is... V8 or tomato juice, because V8 I know has tends to be kind of high in sodium and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, V8, pepper, and turmeric. That's mm, it. That's it. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. In fact, you know, I have V8 now too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try it right after this when All I right. edit this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my V8 pepper and turmeric drink next to me. All right. And you know, I know you mentioned just uh, straight tomato juice. because V8 can be kind of high in sodium. And I just wanted to kind of say this as a reminder, and we've talked about this before too. You know, you can get low sodium uh, V8 and low sodium other things, low sodium, you know, canned vegetables and things. But, and I used to buy those. And then I learned that, you know, when things are low sodium, the, the sodium contributes to the flavor, right? So when you take some of that out, in order to maintain flavor, a lot of uh, food manufacturers will actually add in MSG. Yeah, so make sure you or that's other or yeah. So then I stopped buying the low sodium, and I thought, well, you know, I'd rather have a little extra sodium than a lot of MSG. Yeah, some people just can't have that extra sodium. Mm-hmm. Some people have to be low, lower sodium. So right. check that out. Definitely read the labels. I think that's a great point. Mm-hmm. All right, the resource this week is a cookbook that was recommended by one of my friends from high school. <laughs> Her name is uh, Lori Valdespino. And I've known again. I've known her since we were fourteen years old. Awesome to hook up with her Don't again. Don't you on. think she deserves a what up? What up? I think she's a peas and carrots member. I know she leaves us uh, comments on our page quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she is a peas and carrots member. <laughs> uh, anyways, she recommended a cookbook called Quick Vegetarian Pleasures. She's a busy person, busy mom, and. Uh, she said that she pulls from this book quite a bit. I'm sorry, I didn't finish the title. Quick Vegetarian Pleasures, more than 175 fast, delicious, and healthy meatless recipes. She thought this was a great book that our community would really appreciate. So we are going to hook it up, hook you up with it and uh, via a link in the show notes. Awesome. Okay, so you want to take the question of the week? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so and as as they often are, this is kind of obvious, but uh, we want to hear your thoughts. What are your favorite food combinations? And uh, candy corn and jelly beans is not acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, and you know, sometimes it's not that your purpose 
constantly combining for health purposes, but sometimes you just like the taste of things together. So even if it's just that, it doesn't have to be something that you're necessarily doing for health reasons. Even if you just have stuff that you like together, let us know. We want to know. Yeah, you know what's funny is that Spanish rice I've always made with onions and garlic. Mm-hmm. And now I'm now when I read this, I was like, oh, cool. I'm already doing that when I when I read this article about adding those two with your rice, with your whole grains, because I just like the taste of it. Now mm-hmm. I know it's healthy too. And I'll I'll start. How's that? All right. Um candy corns and jelly beans. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> On that note, All right. until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.